Welcome to the Progressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, Personal Development and Business Coach, and each week I'll be bringing you an inspiring personal message to help you unlock creating and living a life full of energy and happiness. And today I'm going to be talking all around how to handle rejection. Another way we could term this is how to bounce back. And I like the two perspectives of that, of how to handle rejection, that kind of ambiguity and anxiousness that we might have around thinking, what does rejection mean to us? And then that kind of be more positive, punchy, bounce back attitude. So there is many areas that we can look at, especially the last kind of eight months in work and personal of where we have felt challenged. And it is simply about how you choose to see the situation. And being mindful to let judgment go on yourself and maybe more importantly on others with this as well. So I'm going to invite you to think of work-based scenarios in your career, your life, things that have happened and situations you've been in where you have felt rejected. And you might have noticed yourself say things like, this is the end of the world, this is a total disaster, uh, everything's falling apart, I don't know what to do. And it is that negative language that sometimes we can instantly default into as a behaviour and as a way of thinking and being. And often I talk around kind of a shift that music does and I'm really looking into it recently and exploring the energy that can be changed in that shift. And I'll take the example of going to the gym. So when you're not really feeling it, but you you made your way to the gym, suddenly you just jump on that cardio, you know, the cross trainer, your treadmill, and you're like, still not really feeling it. Um, And you put on that tune that gets you pumped. Everything starts to change in your state. And very similar about like when you're going to work. And I've, I've shared this with clients recently, that when you're getting ready to be in a moment or if you're leading teams or if you're going to do a presentation or if you're going to do a PT session because you're a PT and you've got your client just walked in, you have to be in a certain state. You have to be inspiring. You have to be listening. You have to be ready. So a shift can be felt and achieved through music. And then it got me thinking about the lyrics that we hear in music, you know, and how how negative most of them are often, actually. And it's all about there's love songs out there. And you'll know these times when you've been through a rejection with a relationship or a partner and, you know, you split and suddenly every single song that comes on the radio just had you in floods of tears or gets you thinking about all the amazing memories that you do ha- you did have uh, and, and that you're not quite feeling those at the moment. And it's those lyrics like Bridget Jones where, you know, I can't live if living is without you. Uh, And actually, we need to change that. That negative language doesn't serve us all the time, especially when we know we're feeling these emotions of rejection and, you know, disappointment. We need to shift it and change it. And we need to have things like, you know, I'm a survivor by Destiny's Child or uh, Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. These get us absolutely pumping in a completely different way. And that helps us to see things differently and then make decisions to act differently. So how can we change feeling rejected and or seeing it as a negative? Well, that's one of the biggest things at first to do is is to feel it. Don't push that emotion down. If you want to cry, then cry. And I learned this through therapy, actually. They said that when you just keep taking on point after point, 
it, it doesn't actually serve you. And it came about because I gave the example to someone, I was like, I haven't cried in a long time. And they said, that's not necessarily a good thing. If you want to cry, let out that emotion. It's like a release. It's almost like, and I'm not going to advocate going and screaming at somebody, but you'll notice a difference when you have a bit of a rant and a rave and you have that moment. Maybe you go for a bit of a walk just to kind of uh, let all of those emotions out and diffuse the situation you're in or could be in. It's very, very similar. So not just for yourself, but give people space to talk about things and and let yourself have that in terms of not feeling um that you need to validate things like oh you know you'll be okay like you don't need to be saying those things all the time you can say it's okay to have a rubbish day it's okay not to be okay is that kind of where that stems from but don't give yourself a how time about that show up and move forward with resilience recognize that and I think that bit of feeling is about actually that self-awareness here in terms of how you are feeling and what this is actually doing for you how is it helping you and how is it not and then you can think about you know what do you need to do to pivot what's going to drive you forward you know saying things like this is no big deal I've got this and the affirmations that you put in your own mind I'm going to come to that shortly anyway. But these are then going to lead us into be able to take actions and moving forward into our stretch zone. And when we're in our stretch zone, we know that's where we learn. So we can start to look at a new way to manage chaos, uncertainty and fear. Another thing to do is ask out of 10, how are you feeling today? And this is where I'm coming on to kind of bit that, that mantra, that affirmations in the morning. And I know the first couple of times I did affirmations, I felt really silly standing in front of the mirror. And most of the time I just wanted to smile or laugh at myself and think, you are absolutely crazy girl, what are you doing? But again, it's one of those things like a little bit like meditation, you've just got to start doing and seeing the impact that it can have and trusting that it can help you in some way, even if it's slightly small, be open-minded to that. And talk about this with people. So, you know, going to work saying, you know, I'm really feeling like a five out of 10 today. I'm not really feeling it. I've got myself here, which is great, but it feels like it's going to be a bit of a rubbish day. And sometimes you need to be honest. And I remember um, leading a team about three years ago and it was a horrendous day. Everything was happening. It was just, you know, kind of that obstacle, obstacle, obstacle. And I didn't really want to get over it. It was that kind of type of day. I didn't have that attitude to go, come on, guys, let's, let's fight this battle. Let's keep going. Uh, and I just turned around and said, it's going to be a crap day. Today is a crap day, but tomorrow's not going to be. So let's just get through our crap day. Let's do those hours that we've got to do. Let's turn it around. Uh, and it's going to be a long struggle, but let's do it together and help one another through it. And tomorrow it's going to be very, very different. And actually having those days uh, is very powerful because then you can – notice when you are having the good ones as well and you can see the difference and that that's just life I think it's again it's how you choose to look at things and then actually the irony is that most of the time when you get yourself in that mindset it often isn't as bad when you get to the end of the day or you've done it in a way that you've taken people with you and you've had some fun with it, some elements of it um so yeah I think it's a way of again being self-aware and being honest the way you feel on things, asking yourself how you feel out of 10, sharing that with others, being compassionate, and saying things like, 
you know, I, I have got this today. Um, it's a bit of a crap day, but I have got this. I think going back to that bit of affirmations because I've kind of I've, I've detoured from there, is that part of standing in the mirror at the start of your day, though, and saying today's going to be a good day or I have got this day. I am going to smash it. And often people that are very successful with affirmations, and I don't get myself as one of those at all, um, it, they've found an affirmation that works and they've stuck to it and they keep saying it. So maybe if that's something that you think is for you, uh, find one sentence like I've got this or I'm going to smash today or today's a good, a, a great day for a great day, something I sometimes say. So find what works for you and just keep at it, keep consistent. Find a visual anchor. So again, this is about really thinking about what is going to go well for you in the week and what do you need to do and find that visual anchor so it might be that it's kind of thinking about things you want to do in your downtime or your me time so it might be like right uh, I really want to get to be you know going out my friends on Friday night and to have done everything I need to do at work and I can just chill and and be with them in the moment don't let the things that impact in your week and a potential obstacle to hold you back so find that anchor that's visual that you know you can look at and you 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 are kind and you trust yourself and the anchor for it that I'm talking about here is about this compassionate kindness bit in terms of doing something for you in your day if you can but most importantly make sure you do something within your week that is fun that is spontaneous is different we are so routined and control can be a good thing but there can be a part of control as well where you you allow that to hold you back to a structure that actually then you don't you don't do anything that is fun or is going to be change to your world. Refuse to let rejection define you. And this is really important. Not being offered a job or getting into that university you wanted to, that college, this doesn't define you. It doesn't mean that you are incompetent. Perhaps you've been rejected by a single love interest or you instantly think in your own mind, I'm not lovable. You aren't. Okay, you are lovable. Ask yourself, what did I gain from this experience so that you can learn from rejection? Don't see it as a pain or something that you've got to tolerate. The people that really are successful with turning rejection to a positive are because they choose to see things as a self-growth moment in their life. And actually, if we didn't have rejection, we wouldn't be able to, one, notice those times and the differences and Another side is to just grow and become a better version of ourselves. So you have to be able to recognise that these things aren't awful, that we sometimes imagine them and rejection can be a good teacher. So really use this as your opportunity uh, to move forward with more wisdom. And be more positive and know your strengths. So I know I've I've done previous podcasts where I've shared about you've you know know your strengths and it's really important. Yes, it is. But then where I do this personality profiling, I'm always really clear with clients that let's really know our strengths and we amplify those and we focus on what we're great at. But we do have to be aware of our negatives as well. So I love when anything comes around like this, whether it's research or just a discussion about know your strengths, don't worry about your weaknesses. Um, And I'm always really open-minded. I just like to listen and kind of see the thoughts of of people and where the the discussion goes. And I heard this a while ago. And again, it's, it's one of those things that stuck with me about 
the ratio of positive versus negative comments and the impact that has. And I was reading um, Harvard Business Review is just phenomenal. If you're ever looking for research on um, business leadership, and it was talking about effectively improving team performance and the the need to use positive feedback to let people know how they're doing and offering constructive comments when they're a little off track. And it broke it down about looking at, yes, we need to be positive and yes, we need to have those constructive comments. But it is about the ratio, the amount that we do it. That is the important part. So the research was looking into positive comments. So things like, you know, I agree with that when you're working with people or that's a terrific idea, opposed to I don't agree with you or we shouldn't even consider that. Um, sometimes you can say, you know, that's a really great idea. But in your mind, you're thinking, I'm definitely not going to go that. But you can say it's a really great idea. What about if we looked at what about if we tried and actually, again, leading that conversation discussion, but changing it, you know, negatives sometimes can go as far as being quite sarcastic and, you know, um, they, they pull people down. So what they were stating is that the average ratio for high-performing teams was like 5.6, okay? And that is nearly six positive comments for every negative comment. And then they looked at, you know, that's great, we're saying focus on the positives, but let's have a look at the negative bit. So, while little negative feedback apparently goes a long way, it is a central part of the mix, okay? So it is really important because often saying something negative grabs someone's attention. It's like getting that whack on the head and that moment, that boom. So it also guards against complacency and is stated that saying a negative will help leaders overcome their serious weaknesses. But clearly, you, we need to be really aware here that it also comes at some serious costs. And when we're talking serious costs, we're noticing about how it can make people feel. It can really actually rupture relationships. And when, even if it is done in the most well-intentional way as criticism, it can really undermine self-confidence. And that, I think, can be really dangerous. And that, then that's when we get into a place of then people just, they they won't ever be able to change the way they see rejection and deal with it in a positive way. And it can obviously then change behaviour and therefore they, you won't get the best efforts out of yourself if it's you or another person. So I thought it was a great research um, article, which, you know, you can find online as well. But it really talked about looking at that, the reality is only positive feedback can really motivate someone to doing really well, create that vigor, determination, creativity. And we need to be really clear, whether it's life or work, whatever, that both negative and positive has a time and a place. And it is some, if the inappropriate behavior needs to be stopped or someone's failing to be doing what they should be doing, that's the time when you would need to give some feedback that may be deemed slightly negative. I think overall what was really interesting about that was that it raised awareness in the ratio of positive to negative. It raised awareness in looking at, well, what are the thoughts that I have? What are the thoughts that people I work with have? How instantly are they very default negative versus positive? And again, I say just listening and reflecting and watching group dynamic. If you're working with people, if you're maybe even socially with people, you're just watching them. It's really interesting. And I guess we all know that rejection hurts and it does. And that can be 
you know, from losing someone we love um, to not getting that position at work or, you know, a, a scenario a lot of people are in at the moment is not getting for a job interview and uh, getting the feedback they want um, or losing their job. So it does really hurt and it, it impacts how we feel about things and it can impact our self-worth. So what could be a good situation is to really take a step back, reflect, do those things, be kind again, be compassionate on yourself, give yourself time, talk about it with people. So do that out of 10. How am I feeling? Be honest. And it's a little bit like saying when you write things down, you see things differently as well. It's like a purge of emotions. Talk about things. That's why I invite that out of 10. Again, I'm going to say it for the third time because the power of free, but the repetition part in terms of doing it, giving it a go, being open-minded. Because if you don't, the fear that is around rejection is that you will have your self-worth impacted about how you feel on yourself. And then that leads to lower confidence. And then we don't embrace fear. We don't deal with things in a way that we have the strength to. We are and have more potential than we know we have. And it goes back to, again, controlling what you can control embracing the journey as a discovery and uncovering new things about yourself every single day. So I thought I would wrap it up there and end with that part of really looking at that learning and that quote from Albert Einstein, where once you stop learning, you start dying. And it's one of those ones where you're reading it and thinking, wow, it's a little bit, uh, it's quite impactful. But I guess if you take the point that we need to be learning every day, we need to be something new, we need to be challenging ourselves, we need to be putting ourselves into a stretch um, zone and out of our comfort zone, doing different things, meeting different people, doing different challenges and, and thinking, going back to that, what can I take from this? How is this serving me moving forward? Sometimes those are the, the simple but key questions we can really ask to change and get some real traction in what we want to do in life. So as always, a huge thank you for listening to my podcast. It's quite a short one today, I think. But I'm mindful that, again, our lives are insanely busy. And just having these moments in time and bullets of information uh, serve us more sometimes than thinking we need to be doing more. Richard Branson always talks about keeping it simple and we do too much. We, We make life hard for ourselves. And this is certainly not about doing that for my life in terms of podcasting. And I certainly don't want it to be um, that view that listening is um, as a chore or I add that to my list and I'll get to it. So thank you for listening. If you haven't yet listened to my podcast last week, it was on, are you tired of feeling lonely? So I highly recommend you check that out. I go into a lot of the mental health work that I do um, as a volunteer as well, um, of which, you know, a lot of people have reached out and said that they find this really interesting. So again, if you'd like to share anything with me or connect with me on my social media, I'm at nannypots.co.uk. Um, I'm living a vibrant life community on Facebook. And I love hearing from you. I love with it, you know, constructive feedback, uh, positive, uh, anything that you would like me to share, or if you would like to be on an episode myself, um, you're building a business please let me know um, but make sure you leave a review because that really impacts then how much I get out to people and hopefully with my intention with which I want to do is to help as many people as I can to find their purpose and and create a great life so if this has empowered you please share and as always have a great day and a great week